Andrew Pitkin back here on KNEM KNMO as we're joined on the City Beat program by the City of Nevada Mayor George Knox. And George, uh, thanks for coming on in. Is it okay if I call you George? Absolutely. Just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> certainly won't. But yeah, let's let's move right into it. Let's sure. let's talk a little bit about the the animal shelter and and getting uh, you know your like you talk about your signature. You're you're making a lot of signatures, getting that cramp in your hand. Uh, what what have been some of the most recent movements in the Animal Shelter Corporation uh, type of movement? Sure. Last Thursday, I believe, we had a a special meeting combined with a budget meeting, and uh, we, me, put my signature on all kinds of USDA forms and uh, looking like uh, a really great effort to get a low-interest loan uh, for that property. So we were treated to, and I mean that sincerely, uh, the workers from the the current animal shelter uh, just reinforcing how bad it is. It's just can't do anything about it anymore, and it it sits in a very, very low floodplain, and we need a new shelter. That's the bottom story, so we're moving ahead. Uh, I would hope by the middle of next month we'll know whether we're approved for that loan and we can move ahead with our construction documents and, and do it, get it done. What were a couple of the main concerns that you heard from those animal animal shelter uh, workers that stuck out to you? Well, right now they're just full, full to the brim. They said they had more cats than they've ever had uh, in the shelter. And if they'd been smart, they would have brought them to the council meeting and handed out one as a <laughs> as a door prize, you know. Uh, the overcrowding. Um, you know, it's amazing to me that the place is as spotless as it is with the, in the condition that the, you know, the whole structure's in. Uh, our hats off to those folks that do it, doing a great job. You mentioned as well that USDA grant. Is it known better when, uh, when that might be awarded or when a decision might be made on that? Well, according to our attorney, it would be soon because all of our paperwork is filed and we're within that window uh, that we had to be in. So our, our timing is right uh, and it matches up with their timing. So, gosh, I, I would hope by the end of this month or beginning of next month that we would know. And Mayor George Knox, you bring up as well the budget meetings that have been taking place. So uh, you've had a couple of those and how have they gone so far? Well, you know, I've got to tell you, I've never been prouder to be part of that city council. Um, you know, we We've had three meetings, and I, I don't want to classify them as budget meetings, but I, I want to say that those meetings helped us all bond as a group. Uh, we all come from different places. We all have different ideas and opinions. But I tell you, I have never never felt more supported in, in all of us going in one direction to do what's best for the city. And that, that's really all that counts. Uh, Five people, five different personalities. Uh, I, I just I highlight, uh, you know, Ryan Watts. He's been a tremendous influence in, in the way he's faced problems for us. Uh, he made a comment that uh, I don't think anybody wanted to make, but he uh, he hit home the fact that board meetings in the past have really been you read the agenda, you vote for it, and you're done. Um, and it's not happening that way now. There's an awful lot of discussion that goes into our decision-making. There's an awful lot of research that goes into what we're going to use to make our decision. And I'm just pleased with all the council members doing their job. What do you think, uh, I mean, coupled with uh, the work that uh, the current city manager, Mark Mitchell, does in his diligence, what impact do you think that might have on the Nevada community at large? 100%. Um, you know, we were out at the... Uh, 
I think it was called A Picnic for America on Saturday, and Mark was there. Councilwoman Gallagher was there, and uh, my wife and I were there. And, you know, you just, it's like one huge family. You know, there's so many wonderful people in this city, and they all want the same things we do, and and we're just trying to provide those things for them. I know there's a couple of sticky issues. Uh, We have one tonight, and that's the livestock ordinance. I'm still not very comfortable. I don't know that I know all the information that I need to know to make a vote. But uh, we're not going to make a decision until all of us have the information that we need to make a credible, a credible vote. Absolutely. And once again, uh, this is being recorded on Tuesday, just for uh, your reference there as the listener, uh, that, that the vote has taken place by the time you're listening to this for the, for the, uh, the livestock and everything like that. But um, I guess, what do, you, what do you anticipate some being some of the main challenges with that specific vote that you're talking about? You know, having a rural city, it, it's really difficult, uh, number one, because so many people, whether it's allowed in the city or not, uh, may have uh, some animals that you wouldn't typically see within the city limits. So what happens there? I mean, is there a, a grandfather clause that says everybody can keep their animals if you had them prior to the change in the ordinance? Or is it, you know, all or nothing? Um, I wouldn't be comfortable with all or nothing. If we if we did any kind of a compromise, I think it would be phasing in the ordinance, whatever that ordinance looked like. Um, you know, I know that we have folks, you know, where I live that have some uh, – animals that probably shouldn't be considered in the city, but they're not zoned not to have them in the city. So it's a difficult decision, and I think all of us look at it as a an important one and need all the details we can before we vote. Moving on to another issue that was just brought up briefly at the end of the budget meeting uh, by Councilman Eberhard, uh, just about the some of those dangerous homes uh, in, in the city and things like that. And um, some of some of these folks have, have fallen on hard times. Some are are, you know, have other intentions. And so what what do you see as as a possible way to approach that? Have you thought much about that? yet? Well, I have. I mean, ever since he described what that woman was living in, um, it's just horrifying. Uh, and to know that she's been that way for quite some time, hole in the roof, no water, no sewer. Um, house is, is, in my opinion, just my opinion, not salvageable, uh, probably needs to be destroyed. So more problems arise then. You know, what, what can we do for her, uh, you know, to offer her a safe, healthy, clean place? And then do we get into a situation where if you do that for one, I think Councilman Everhart talked about either uh, putting aside her current water bill or, or somehow helping with the water bill. And I don't think the city's in a position to help everybody that needs that. Now, maybe there can be some softening of the regulations that uh, would give a person maybe a little bit more time to pay their water bill or something. But, uh, wow, uh, to realize how many people in Nevada don't have running water or sewer is just devastating for me. Certainly. And then moving into just the the upcoming budget meeting or meetings, however many more are left for you. I know you say it's kind of a marathon right now, but uh, what what are a couple important items coming up to discuss at some of these budget meetings? Yeah, And first, let me clarify, I don't think we've had three meetings now and, and we, we've touched on some budget issues, but they've more been uh, uh Carol Gallagher has been wonderful in, in leading us in, in bonding and making sure that we're all open with each other and feel free, feel comfortable doing that. So 
when you mention the budget, we, we've probably mentioned a few hot topics uh, that we need to look at, but we haven't really sat down and, and started taking over the budget. That, that should be, I, I would guess, in the next week or so. But uh, we've, we've talked about one of my uh, pet peeves is, uh, you know, our building inspector and our code enforcement offers the same person. And uh, I believe that that should be two separate positions. I think the especially uh, the building inspector needs more time to do his job and uh, and likewise for the uh, code enforcement officer. You can't do both and you can't be everywhere. So, you know, the person on this street gets upset because he got a flag and then the person on the other street didn't get a flag. So it's got to be uniform. And uh, I'm sure we'll work that out. I know that Mark is really interested in making sure we get that done. Mayor Knox, is there anything else that you'd like to add as we wrap up? No, I just hope people appreciate the direction that we're going in. And, and if they're not, they should let us know. Um, you know, we rarely have many people at the city council meetings, and I understand that. But we do have quite a few that listen to us on Facebook Live. So uh, I just need to ex- emphasize that we're here. Please talk to us. Um, you know, we can't live in isolation, and it's hard for us to get around to everybody to get their opinion. And their opinion is very valuable. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. All righty. Have a good day. That's Mayor George Knox right here on your City Beat program on KNEM KNMO.